Hello and welcome to the Creative Champs podcast. I'm your host, Kimei, and I'm here to help you on your creative journeys. I've got to start this off by saying I have just opened the new Creative Champs website on the 27th. Everything is fresh, fresh. Everything is purposefully built. And for the time being, everything works the way it's supposed to work. And long may it stay that way. And I'm going to do my best to keep everything updated on a regular basis with the blog posts. You know how it is, yeah? You know when you're like, yeah, I'm going to have blogs. I'm going to have blog posts. And then you, you post the initial posts when you go live. But then after that, it's like, oh, yeah, nah. The blog posts never seem to get updated. But that's not going to happen. I'm going to keep it updated, all right? Uh, and yeah. To celebrate opening on the 27th of April, I am offering 27% off everything in the shop until midnight 3rd of May. Now, I understand it's a bank holiday, cosy lives. Uh, some people haven't been paid yet. So I did because originally it was just going to go on until the 30th of April. But then I thought, oh, do you know what? Let me give it a bit of time after bank holiday because some people ain't getting paid until after then, like on Tuesday. So... That being said, I did extend the sale to cover that point in time. Today's topic, I'm speaking about having the confidence to try things out, even when you feel like you don't have what it takes or you feel like you're not able to execute things at the same sort of level as other people. Other people that you you might deem to be successful or you might deem to be I don't know, pioneers or experts or just doing the thing and, and doing it well. And you're looking at them and thinking, well, uh, I'm not really sure I can get to where they are, whoever they are. Uh, I'm not really sure I can do things in the same sort of capacity because I don't really seem to have access to the same resources or I don't have the same sort of knowledge. And I'm never going to be able to reach that sort of level. Right. This episode is for you. If you do have those thoughts, those intrusive thoughts, or if you do feel that way sometimes. I'm going to tell a, a little story. I'll start this off with a story. I, uh, 2016, no, 2018, sorry. I worked in a school in North London and I worked there as a TA, but at that point in time, I was going for an interview as uh, an art teacher. And the interview consisted of me teaching six art lessons, by the way, it was a lot. Anyway, the teacher that I was a teaching assistant for, I actually really respected. I thought he was dope. I thought he was an amazing teacher. I loved his style. I loved the fact that he seemed so knowledgeable. I loved the fact that he built such a rapport with the children. And, you know, I did learn a lot from him in terms of his technique. And But there was a part of me that was like, mm, I don't know if I can teach in exactly the same way that he does. You know, you know, I really like his teaching style, but is it something that I can emulate? And and this was before I really developed the, the confidence to, to learn that it's absolutely OK for me to exist or teach in a way that was comfortable or suitable for me. But I'll get into that in a second. So one morning as I was walking in, it was a Friday morning or something like that. And I had the interview the following week. As I'm walking in, because if you work in a school, you, you might know that usually there's two or three classes, sometimes four. Sometimes it's four form entry, but this one was a two entry. And so the other year six teacher, he was talking to the other year six teacher. And I overheard them talking about me. 
Because she was like, the other the other teacher was like, oh, do you think she could, do you think she she's a, she could be a teacher though? Because I don't see Keisha becoming a teacher. And he, the teacher that I respected, was like, no, nah, I don't see it. Nah, mate, psh, absolutely not. Like the way she dresses, how she talks, like, no, she doesn't have the makings of a teacher. Like, proper dogging me out. And during that time in my life, it was like, I was, I don't know, I felt quite uncertain. I didn't really feel comfortable enough to really confront the situation right then and there. Had this happened today, it probably would have been a different story because my confidence has built tremendously since that day. But at that point in time, it really got to me. And yeah, I was I was hurt, man. Like, I didn't want to hear that. Obviously, nobody wants to hear things like that. But it hurt. And for a while, I thought maybe he's right. Maybe the way I dress or the way I talk isn't isn't um, um, conducive to me becoming a good teacher. But I went for the interview anyway. And I got the fucking job. I got the job, even though I ended up leaving that job. Uh, I'll probably go into a story time about that as well, actually, <laughs> later on. Uh, yeah, I ended up leaving that job because it was absolutely toxic. It was dis- I hated it. But I got the job. And on the interview day, I remember I had a class. They were in year five at the end. And uh, a group of the girls came up to me and they were like, Oh, miss, I really hope you get the job. We loved your lesson. It was so much fun. And I could have cried. I really could have cried right there. But... You know, I had to keep my, I had to keep my, 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 I had to, I couldn't, obviously. But that meant a lot to me. That meant the world to me because that is essentially why I was there to make sure that the children were having fun, but also learning at the same time. They learn something new. They learn how to do something different. They learn how to do something that they could do with creativity that they could then take with them into the, into the future, which is essentially what I wanted to which is another thing that I wanted to achieve by becoming an art teacher, is I wanted to teach them things that um, they could apply in the real world. So it's not just, oh, you know what? I'm an art teacher, so you're just going to draw charcoal pictures of fruit every day, all day. Like, no. I wanted to incorporate elements of design in there as well. I wanted to, instead of art lessons, creative lessons. And that way I could encompass many different things and show them that actually... There are different careers you can follow as a result of art, design, creativity. There are different things you can do, different ways you can make money. Yeah? That's my style. Like, I was told, oh, the the children are learning about the Victorians. So, like, if you could do, like, you know, they were very specific about what they wanted me to teach the children. I was like, that's dead. That's that's dead. Why do you want me to teach? Come on. So what I did was I created this fake Victorian video game. I had the video set up, like the animation, like the, what's it called? It? The game set. Yeah, I had this fake game set. And what I asked them to do, using their knowledge of Victorian clothing and all the rest of it, like uh, I wanted them to come up with characters, Victorian game characters to go in the game that I had created. And along with that, I taught them how to design characters how to draw them in static poses, dynamic poses. You know, th- these are things that, hey, like my brother, he well, he, he kind of wants to do something else now, but there was a point in time where he wanted to be a game set designer. He still does it a little bit, actually, but he taught himself how to use Blender, 
from the age of like 13 he was a pro at blender creating all these 3d sort of he started off by recreating lego characters he's dope he's actually he's freaking dope i don't know how he because un- i don't understand how to use blender like that is something that has eluded me uh beaten me but yeah like it's so going back to the story yeah yes the way i talk yes the way i dress is a little bit different but that has been what has worked for me because i show up in these classrooms in universities and wherever and i show up in my in my style I, with my style of clothing i don't dress up i don't i don't dress a particular way to teach no i dress in the clothes that i like to wear I speak in the way that I usually speak. I don't code switch. I've done enough code switching at my jobs (laughs) growing up. I do not code switch during my talks. You see the way I'm talking now? This is how I talk in my classes. I offer relatable scenarios. I'm very unfiltered with my approach. And I'm just, I give people the real tea because at the end of the day, that is what's going to help. It's not going to help if I stand up and, oh, you know, I'm going to pretend that I'm something I'm not. And I'm going to try and teach you in a way that isn't natural to me. Um, And I just have to hope that you can't see that I'm being fake right now. And why? Why? Why try to be like someone else when who you are is good enough? Do you see what I mean? And yeah, just to wrap up my story. The fact that I have the approach I have has been what's contributed to my career going from strength to strength in that capacity. I'm recognised as the teacher who, whose presentations are a little bit different, a little bit quirky, humorous. I've got a different approach. And that has, been my, that has become my unique selling point by accident. And so imagine if I had listened to that guy and just stopped in my tracks and said, you know what? Well, he said I can't be a teacher because of the way I dress, because of the way I talk, because of my approach. Imagine if I just stopped there and and listened to that, right? I wouldn't have I wouldn't have gone on to, and I'm I'm gonna this sounds like I'm tooting my own horn, but this is just the fact. I would not have gone on to work with all of these universities and educational institutions. I wouldn't have gone on to work with all these creative programs and businesses and and these these wonderful individuals in the creative community. I wouldn't have been able to work with any of them. And I'm not gonna name drop, but if you go on the website, if you go on creativechamps.com, you can see the breadth of the different people that I have and organizations that I have worked with since then, in the last two or three years. Now, none of that would have happened had I listened to that intrusive thought that I had, first of all, as a result of what he said, and if I had listened to him. So sometimes you've got to just take those little voices that you hear telling you that you're not capable with a pinch of salt. Acknowledge that they're there because you're a human being. Like, yeah, okay, I've acknowledged that I feel that way, but why? How can I mitigate that? How can I overcome that? And again, I'm saying all this to say, like, just because you might not be able to execute things in the same way as as, as someone else that you've compared yourself to, again, this doesn't make you um this doesn't make you any less capable of getting the thing done. And I did make a post about this on my Instagram, but some of you might not follow my Instagram. So I want to share this message on here as well. But it's like, at the end of the day, this is an opportunity for you to carve out your own lane and do things in a way that's authentic and true to you. 
And that can become your USP. That can be, you know, when people talk about developing a sense of style, that's how you do it. By just being true to yourself at the core of everything, living in your truth and not being afraid to live in your truth, living in your truth unapologetically, because you all have your own unique flavor, your unique source and sweetness and vibe and, you know, but you have to give your, yourself the chance for those to develop. You have to give yourself the the opportunity to actually see what those things are, what those unique features and benefits are. And the only way you do that is by just showing up as yourself authentically. Because your own, if you, you know, if you come out and you try and emulate something you've seen or you try and teach in the same way as someone else, you try and work in exactly the same way as someone else, you're straying further, you're stepping further and further away from yourself. And for why? There's nothing wrong with you. Why are you stepping away from yourself? What's wrong with your truth? Do you see what I mean? And I understand that there's a lot of fear involved sometimes with these things. The fear is, well, I fear that who I am isn't good enough because of imposter syndrome or lack of confidence. There's all these different things that come into play that can affect how we feel about ourselves. But ultimately, you have to remember that who you are is enough. And you have the opportunity to carve out your own lane and do things in your own way. Bring your own style. Hmm? Yeah, man. What's you got to do? Just bring your own style. You got to, yeah, show them. So I was asked as well. Do you not worry that you're not seen as a professional? No, do you worry that you aren't? Do you worry that you are seen as unprofessional because of the way you dress? I was like, no, because at the end of the day, the clothes you wear doesn't take away from the words that are coming out of your mouth. Do you hear the words that are coming out of my mouth? How does what the listen? I could be standing up there fucking naked. But naked, nipples on show, patink. But the words that I'm saying would not be different. Yeah, there might be a bit more distractions, but <laughs> but it wouldn't take away from the value of what's being said. And that's the thing. It's like for me, professionalism is showing up and doing the best I can for the people who are in the audience, for the people who are consuming my content. Yeah, the fact that they're able to take something away is where I deem my professionality to lie and that's what I put my effort into I put my effort into making sure that people are able to absorb and and learn things from the content that I make and that they're able to relate and that they are able to understand that they're not alone in their plights and that things are made easier even if it's just one little thing that's you know that's what I'm about that's where my professionality is or my professionalism is. I don't know if professionality is a word, but hey, ho, that's what I'm focused on. So if I turn up in bright pink fluffy trousers, if I turn up in, um, well, I don't usually turn up in short charts or anything like that because I don't really wear short charts. I have turned up in a dress before, a mini dress. And yeah, so uh, it was June. And I hope this June is going to be warm, but it was very warm in that June. So yeah. I turned up in my cute little sandals and my shirt and my mini dress, but I had cycling shorts underneath. So there you go. <laughs> but seriously, yeah, I, I don't worry about things like that anymore. I used to. When I first started, it was scary because it was like, you know, there was a, I had to work through those intrusive thoughts. It did take a while because it does. 
it's not easy as you may know it's not easy to work past those thoughts that are telling you that you're not good enough or that your approach is just that little bit too alternative that little bit too unconventional it's very hard to work past that but it is possible and uh yeah you just got to keep on believing in yourself and your source not to sound cliche but it's the fact of the matter and like i say you have to understand you are a vibe and you bring your own unique condiment to the table your own unique garnish hmm? and that's just what it is but yeah i just wanted to use this episode as an opportunity to say that if any of you are feeling like that at this point in time and this could include as well if you're trying to develop your own style and right what I want to speak about as well in terms of developing your own style because a lot of people get fixated on that so then as a result subconsciously because they're trying to force some sort of style they end up emulating or trying to copy things that they have seen but unintentionally it's like they (laughs) sometimes people don't realize that actually they're just trying to recreate things that they've already seen I mean yeah I mean nothing new exists under the sun but it's it becomes more intentional it's like well you know what I really like that style of work and I like that style of work I'm going to try and bring them together right but I'm going to try and make that my style and it becomes it's not organic anymore do you see what I mean it becomes a thing where it's like this is forced now is it really your style or are you trying to force it to become your style? Your style is something that finds you and it could take years. And sometimes, if you, especially if you're working as a, as a designer, for example, if you're working as a graphic designer or a web designer, ultimately your sense of style will develop over time. But the main priority is making sure that you're creating things that are suitable for the client and that will help the client meet their goals and their targets and bring end value to them and their individual situations so the kind of work or the style of work that you produce may be different from project to project so if you work on websites for example if you're a website designer the websites you design they're going to look different from client to client it's not going to be a case of well you know this is my style so I'm going to create the same you know I'm going to use the same color palette or I'm going to it's it doesn't often work like that because you have to prioritize a client at the end of the day but within your remit of course in terms of like developing an illustrative style again this is something that will find you you just have to just just do what feels natural to you in that moment oh I enjoy creating these kind of shapes okay cool you know how long this takes who knows but if you haven't got a if you feel like you haven't got a sense of style yeah that's it's fine you're 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 exploring you're learning you're developing I think we should all just be less hard on ourselves, (laughs) to be honest, because things are already difficult as they are, you know, just ah, go out there and just make it do what it do and do the best you can with what you've got to make tomorrow stronger than yesterday. And uh, we keep it moving like that. All right. So, yeah, that's all I've got for this week. And I hope you have an amazing weekend and rest of the week. And I will speak to you at some point next week. So I'm realizing that now, yeah, my schedule is I'm having difficulty sticking to Thursdays every week because I've got now the commitments are starting to fly in. And last Thursday, I opened the website. I had a lot of work to do on the website, especially the day before. Oh, my gosh, I I worked so hard. I got a headache. Um, So, yeah, at some point in the week. So I'm going to wish you all well. And everyone take care. I'll speak to you in the next one. All right.